Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simit Tzadik Dalid, in the middle of Halacha Yud, section 94, middle of the 10th Halacha, for the sake of clarity, we'll start the Halacha again. The following directives apply when one is traveling and is approaching an inn belonging to Gentiles. If he can move off the road in order to recite Shvana Esri while standing in a place that is, it is very likely that passerby will not interrupt him, so then it's preferable to move off the road and pray there than to pray in a non-Jew's um, house, which will certainly contain idols and abominations. And here, <clears throat> this halachas are talking about uh, times when the roadside inn was simply an extension of the non-Jew's private dwelling. Today, hotel rooms are usually free of such objects. One should not bring any holy object into such a place. Just as Rabbi Yehoshua removed his tefillin as he approached an immoral dwelling that he had to enter in a matter of national import, uh, as the Gemara brings in uh, Shabbos. In view of the, uh, of the context, Kuntus HaShulchan suggests that our te- text should continue and should certainly not pray there. So in other words, in addition to not bringing an holy object there, you cer- certainly sh- uh, should not daven there. Because Moshe, Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, our teacher, said, and this is in Shmois chapter 9, the book of um, Exodus chapter 9, when I depart from the city, I shall spread out my hands to Hashem. He did not want to pray in the Egyptian city because it was filled with idols. If, however, one cannot move off the road to a place in which he will not be interrupted, so then he should daven in a corner of the inn where he will not be disturbed by the members of the household. He does not have to be concerned about the presence of idols, for all of our prayers are recited in towns filled with idols. Al-Tarebbe, like his source, is referring to the situation in Christian Europe, not in pagan Mesopotamia. Implied is that the religious images held in such homes are considered comparable to idols. Okay, now if it's impossible to move off the road and one must pray while walking or sitting and in the inn he will likewise not be able to find a corner in which he will not be disturbed, it's preferable to pray on the road while walking or sitting for then he will be able to concentrate better. If at the inn he will be able to pray in a field, a courtyard or a garden, that's preferable for in that way he can fulfill both these obligations, praying while standing and with concentration. This concludes... Halacha Yud, Perek Tzadik Dalid, chapter, uh, section 94. We're now going to begin Simit Tzadik Hay, section 95. How should one stand while reciting Shemana Asi? Halacha Aleph 1. Hamespalo tzarech shichav n'raglev zoi yitzel zoi b'chivun k'ilu enon elo regel echot. Le'idamas alam alachem shenemar behem v'ragleim regel yishara. K'loymar, ragleim nirois k'regel echot. When a person is reciting Shemana Esrei, one should position his feet next to each other, in other words, to stand at attention, as if there were only one leg. And we should point out that this is L'Chathchila, an initial preface, B'Diyavit, after the fact. One's prayers are acceptable, even if he did not stand in this manner. But L'Chathchila, a person's feet should be together, as if there was only one leg. In this manner, resembling the angels of whom it is said, and this is a verse from Yecheskel, uh, which we're going to translate according to the first explanation of Rashi, that says, their legs are a straight leg, in other words, their legs appear as one leg. It is desirable to stand thus when one recites Kedusha um, together with the Sheikh Tzibur, because there one says, 
We say, we will sanctify your name in this world as they sanctify it in the lofty heavens. And in the heavens, he is sanctified by angels who stand as if on one straight leg. We should point out a couple of things. First of all, once you put your feet together for Kedusha, one should remain standing with their feet together until the Shliach Tzibur, leading services, has completed the blessing that ends with Akela Kodesh. And that is the Minigan Chabad, Lubavitch, as in many other communities. Now the Alter Rebbe says that in Kedusha we say the words Nekadesh, Kishem Shemaktish, Shemaktish, Marim. Now, as is his practice throughout the Shulchan the Alter Rebbe is citing the wording that appears in the Ashkenazic order of prayer, Nesach, Ashkenaz, where the opening line of Kedusha begins with the word Nekadesh. However, in a Siddur, the Alter Rebbe follows the Sephardic order, Nesach Sephard, where the first word of Kedusha is Nekadishach. Uh, the differences between the two versions of this passage are minimal. Okay, this concludes Halacha Aleph and today's share.